Hey guys, I'm Pauline Ponders. There's something about coffee shops that always gives me a sense of comfort and stillness. Even with the customers rushing in and out, it has always been a true sanctuary for me where I can let my many thoughts flow. It is also a place where I've connected with the most amazing people, and many of those people I've met are a big reason of why I'm here with you today. Sometimes when life gets too busy, too hectic, and overwhelming, it prevents us from remembering to take a deep breath, to be still, and to be present. Here on Pause, Sip, and Ponder, we are doing just that. Join me and my guests as we talk about everything and anything and the aim to give you some encouragement and some thoughts for you to ponder on. So if you're ready, sit down, relax, and let's just ponder. Hey Ponders, welcome back to another episode of Pause, Sip, and Ponder, an episode that I think a lot of us have been waiting on, including myself. A lot has been going on and I'm sure you guys already know that, so I'll try to keep this intro as short as possible. But yes, as you can see in the title, I've titled it 21 Things I've Learned at 21. I turned 21 on November 13th, so it's been a couple weeks since then. And oh, also, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was yesterday. I'm so grateful for you guys, I guess, just to start off. Thankful for, um, yeah, I'm just super grateful for everyone who had continued to listen to my podcast. Even if I wasn't as active, you guys are always there, and it really means the world to me that you guys would confide in me and um, are willing to listen and for you to take time to listen despite everything going on you could have done something else yeah i love you guys and if you haven't already after this episode go ahead and check out my 20 things i've learned at 20 so i wanted to continue it and this year 2020 has been interesting so yeah i'm gonna be as raw as possible one to limit my editing time and also just to be real with you guys to be vulnerable so excuse me if i ramble or stumble um i think i also took a while to record this specific episode because i found myself trying to perfect it but i found i'm still learning and there are still many areas i can't fully articulate yet because i haven't experienced everything so this isn't really a rules or or a lesson episode per se that I'm telling you um, or sharing with you. Everyone's life experiences are different, so these are just my takes on what I've learned in these years. And some may be repetitive, things that you've already heard in previous episodes or even my last um, 20 things I've learned at 20, but you know, some things remain the same and some things change. So anyways, if you're ready, sit back, relax, and let's just ponder. Alright, number one, remember who you are. There are many different things in life that can try to tell you what you are and what you aren't. And many times we will start to believe it with expectations or failures or comments on social media. You know, our personal weaknesses, our jobs, our careers are just a few of the things we might subconsciously use to define ourselves. Sometimes we may talk ourselves down because of the negative words people have thrown at us and I've definitely experienced that you know we start to believe it and it definitely affects my motivation my mindset the relationship with myself and even the relationship with others and no matter how negatively other people might see you might see me if you know for yourself that it's not true and you have developed your own truth and 
um, your own sense of self-love, then it doesn't even matter at the end of the day. You know, remember who God destined you to become and who you are still becoming. Um, we're still growing day by day. You know, remember the unique and beautiful qualities that you have that no one else has. And I have to continually remind myself that, you know, you are, were not the high expectations of your parents. You are not your job. You are not your failures. And I had to tell myself that I am like nobody else and that I know myself better than anyone could. Number two is it will never be enough. Have you ever received something or been able to buy something that you've always wanted to have but months later you forget about it? It's like under your bed, on the floor, nowhere to be seen. Or maybe you've got a job that pays way more than your previous jobs yet you still find it hard to manage your money. I've been through it. <laughs> or maybe you have countless acquaintances so-called friends, best friends, but you still feel lonely when you get home. I definitely felt this at, I guess, the beginning of quarantine. You know, you don't see your friends and you're just home alone and it's nothing but you and your thoughts. And the only thing you can really do is pick up your phone and try to motivate yourself to do more, you know. Or maybe because, you know, maybe you're in a relationship because you need someone to fill in that void or emptiness that you feel inside but you still feel empty and lonely inside i'm sure a lot of us have experienced that and you know it's like i like to think it of think it as the iphone you know the iphone has done an exceptional job in convincing us that we need their upgrades their updates um although they are getting better and better we still feel the need for more and always pinpoint things that they need or might need to improve and we completely disregard the new things after a couple of months and anticipate the next great thing that's their tactic right so with our lives especially materially it will never be enough it will never be enough and there's no amount of money that can truly satisfy me there's no one being out there that will truly have me feeling full even in the relationship that i'm in you know um even in the closest friend groups i have it will never completely help me to feel full and even if i think i have checked off everything on my list you know i still find myself desiring more and i'm not saying that there's necessarily anything bad with buying things that might help us to be more productive or motivated and there's nothing wrong with using the money that you've worked hard for but i learned that these are just simply symbols or physical and tangible things that we believe will complete us you know it's not really the physical thing itself that we long for it's just that feeling of completeness and you know just feeling like we've checked things off our list in life um you know but i've learned that you are enough and it starts with you and over the years i've learned how to be content with what i have and who i am and to be patient yet excited for what's to come rather than to worry about obtaining it right away i learned you know to how to distinguish between what is long term and what is short term in my life Number three, something I always mention but is still true to my heart is let go and let God. This is a saying that has always stuck with me and is probably something I really say a lot, but it's true. 
you know, I'm still working on it myself in terms of stopping myself from being a perfectionist or being fixated on certain problems. I'm still working on understanding that I do not need everything to be fixed or solved in my life. So like I said in the beginning of this, um, the things I'm, I'm going to talk about are things that I'm still working on. And I feel like we will never truly reach the point of perfection in terms of um, experience. We will never fully master things in life and um, there's always room for improvement. You know, I've come to terms that everything still happens for a reason. So there's no point in worrying or fearing the future or worrying about, you know, the past and how it will haunt me, especially in situations that I can't control. And I must remember that God is in full control. He knows my past. He knows my present. He knows my future. So worrying does not add a single moment to my life. And especially with what's going on right now in the world, you might feel like time is ticking and the time is running out. So there's no better way to live than to live in the moment. Another realization I've had is that we aren't destined for anything specific, really. And it took me some time to kind of understand this way of thinking. Some of you may have dedicated your life to one thing, but you'll never know the path you might run into instead. I remember when my life, my mind was all set on art and I was going to be an artist going to art school that turned around (laughs) um, so abruptly and I was okay with it and it felt right. There isn't really the right path we must take. We, We are where we are supposed to be right now in this very moment. So don't compare your journey to other people's journeys. Number four, take care of your body. Some of you may have seen my Instagram and have seen that I've been at the gym And it was not until this year where I opened up about my insecurities I had about myself and the body shaming comments I came across in the past. And when the pandemic started, it started as a roller coaster of emotions and thoughts about my weight and how I felt about myself. I started working out mostly in reaction to the negative comments and I would get it from my family members you know sometimes the hardest most harsh and brutal comments are from the people closest to you and so I started working out but out of guilt and shame in myself and anger in myself and believing that I had let myself go so I soon learned to develop my passion for working out again and actually I started to enjoy it after a couple weeks and I knew that I was doing it for myself I love seeing results and remembering that it was because I chose to make a change for myself and for no one else. And when I first started working out again, I wasn't even on social media, so that helped a lot. I soon learned that whatever is spoken mentally, it will also show physically. So if I continue um, to talk myself down, it would just lead to a lack of motivation and it makes your goals harder to achieve. So, and not only did fitness become a therapy for me, but I've learned to find contentment and joy no matter what state my body is in. Number five, you can tap into your inner peace anywhere, anytime, especially with nature. You guys know that I love being out in nature. I find peace when doing old old hobbies, turning off the phone, and getting in tune with my space, having a self-care day, or even just sitting alone in my car driving. I can find peace. 
thinking back at old memories and reflecting on how much I've overcome, thinking about the great things God has done in my life, you know, it, that's where I find peace. And I can be surrounded by many and still be completely alone and still tap into it. I learned that even if I were to gain everything in the world, that won't give me peace. Number six, it's pretty short, but it's pretty significant. <laughs> Number six is it's okay to set boundaries and limits. Earlier in the year, I noticed how much I gave myself away to people, which is something I've mentioned before in other episodes. You know, I am a caregiver. I enjoy watching over my loved ones, you know, making sure that they're all good and happy and safe and thriving. And I had to eventually stop myself and stand my ground and create boundaries so I wouldn't either, you know, give too much of myself away or also prevent myself from getting too involved in other people's lives. I would have times and seasons where I felt guilty for not giving myself enough, but if I look at it from a broader perspective, I've given so much to other people, which is not necessarily bad, but there always has to be a balance. You can always try to give love away to other people, but you can do so much more and be so much more genuine if you spent the time to have some of that love for yourself as well. Number seven, actions speak louder than words slash don't always believe what people say. This applies to myself and something I had to accept about others. You know, we are all hypocrites in this. Saying something we would do and just not ending up doing it. You know, it happens. We're humans. But there comes a point where we have to be able to separate mistakes and excuses. I guess growing up, showing proof and action was the way to gain approval and acceptance from my mom. You know, although it did create some frustration and anxiety as a kid, one thing I did learn from it is that in times I was able to keep my word and accomplish something and it felt good and it motivated me to do more and slowly created um, this person who kept her word and I was proud of that. Of course, this comes with its pros and cons, but it did push me to get up, brush off any limitations in life and just do it. I would say I'm more of a risk taker and a go-getter than a dreamer and I didn't find comfort in just dreaming of the could-ofs, would-ofs, or should-ofs. I knew with enough willpower and believing in myself, I could do it. Like going to the gym for instance, you know, chasing after a job I thought to be interesting or even just creating something I thought would be um, great if I put it into action. I learned to keep these things to myself. Also, I didn't have the pressure to share it to everybody because if I had a goal, I didn't want to share it with everyone until I'm in the process of doing it, until it's tangible. Now, with people, many people have disappointed me. Do I do anything about it? No, not really. I'm not really the type of person to confront about these things unless it's like really really bad but if I were ever to be hurt by someone's actions or their lack of actions um, depending on the situation I've been learning to not expect so much from others I try not to do it in a way that distances me from them or makes it seem like I don't trust them or don't want to be around them I just have learned how to create boundaries and I've learned to stop 
feeling the need to take people's word all the time, especially if their words aren't consistent with their actions. Now, this is one I am still learning about, and if you have any perspectives on this, please let me know. Tell me your experience. I guess I've grown tired of um, and not really interested in people who talk or just talk, if that makes sense. Does that mean? I don't know. I feel like it is. But of course, everyone is still growing and we all fall short. I just try my best in making sure I am surrounded by people who are on the same growing path, who are interested in growing and excelling and, and learning. And I'm invested in people who are open to change. So people who are meant to be a part of your life will make time for you. There is never an excuse for not being a friend or not being able to let them know you're there. Which leads to my next point, number eight. Don't be afraid to let go of those who slow your process. Again, I try to say this in a perspective of good good intention and not out of anger or shade. I think many of us fear letting go of people. You know, we fear hurting others or just the outcome rather than thinking about how it could help us and benefit us and heal us and strengthen us and i like to think that everything happens for a reason everyone is going through different waves and seasons in their life so we can't expect everyone to share the same energy as us all the time especially if it's for toxic relationships when you are in a toxic relationship friendship you feel less than you feel as though you are not worth anyone's time or effort it it hurts it does and i've felt unheard before and sometimes i've felt you know um just unvalued you know you don't feel good about yourself in a toxic relation what relationship whether it be with a partner or friend or family member so it may be hard at first but think of the future and um also maybe could help them as well number nine don't envy or judge other people's pace at life you still haven't figured it all out yet. There have been many comments throughout my life where people have said I'm more mature for my age, that I have an old soul, and I've kind of carried that with me. You know, I got used to it to the point where I believe there wasn't much for me to learn about life. I know, (laughs) I thought I was grown, Um, but I was used to everyone coming for me for advice that I had forgotten i had a whole life ahead of me that i haven't discovered yet so if i ever ran into someone or read someone which i'm pretty good at please don't be scared of me when i say that (laughs) i try my best to see the good in them first before i judge them but um if i do come across someone who might show that they need a little bit of more growing to do i just try to remember when i was in their shoes and how everyone is learning along the way just as i am if i saw someone who might be more talented or prettier than me and if i ever spot any feelings of envy or jealousy i try to quickly notice that they're not the problem it's me and my own insecurities and lack of confidence in myself number 10 you're not in charge of someone's transformation or growth You can inspire someone, support them, educate them, but you can't change them. That is a quote said by Mark Manson. I can be a major 
fixator at times depending on the situation and I always try to figure out ways to fix things maybe even try to fix others and I had to learn that you can't and you can only influence them but at the end of the day they are their own person and in my relationship with my boyfriend of course there are days where I wish he was more of or less of something you know over time I stopped trying to change him and ended up accepting and loving the way he is and um, I ended up loving more about him by doing that and I have to remember I have my own shortcomings as well and there's probably things he wished I was more or less of. So if you really desire someone close to you in your life to grow, to learn, the best way is to be an example yourself and show them what it looks like. You can share all the advice you have for them, but it's up to them on whether to use it or not. You would be a hypocrite if you were trying to change someone, but you yourself haven't changed that within you. So you can always teach a child how to, how to spell a word, but they must internalize it. They must apply it and co comprehend it to really grasp its meaning. And that's what life is for. Number 11, pause, reflect, accept. These past couple of months have been filled with disappointments and unexpected changes. 2020 was full of them for everyone. I always encourage people to cry, to let out their emotions rather than keeping it all in and it's good for us. Recognizing emotions means developing awareness of, of how we feel and think and behave. When I run into disappointment, I let myself feel the hurt, but then I ask God why. With the intention of truly seeking wisdom instead of asking him like, why me, why me? I make time to think about what it could mean for me why it could be significant life is too short guys to hold on to any lost or broken promises and when i'm irritable there's usually a reason so as author Brene brown mentions rising strong requires getting curious about her experience it means having the willingness to open a line of inquiry into what's going on and why you don't need to know the answers right away you just need to want to know more Number 12, you don't have to be right all the time. One of the things that I'm super grateful for is the conversations and the connection Gil and I have. And we have long drives, just driving around or going on a road trip. And we always have deep conversations on controversial things, personal things, spiritual things. You know, at first it was hard. I never really had a deep conversation with someone who had a different and confident point of view. And starting from something that was hard for me to handle later on became the best thing that has happened to me. It's really helped me speak out for myself and speak up with confidence. And we still have those meaningful, deep conversations. Not only did I learn from him, I've learned a lot about myself and how I perceive things and um, how I act towards other perspectives, even if I don't agree. I thought I was open-minded before, but I was so wrong, and that's okay. We often become defensive because we fear embarrassment or being wrong, which is a very limiting mindset. And actually, there's a great strength in saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong for saying that, or I appreciate you for sharing your opinion, and I respect it. And I've always learned that I'd rather gather many different perspectives than seeing through one lens for the rest of my life. 
Number 13, invest in what will help you grow. I'm not the best when it comes to money. If you're watching me on Instagram, I've talked about how my relationship with money has been interesting. It's been better and I'm still in the process of learning how to handle it. Um, and growing up, money was taught to be a form of security. You know, you're told to hold on to it tightly for a rainy day. Um, but I would also hear from others, you know, you also need to spend it on yourself. So it was very confusing at the time. And I'm not a big shopper and I find it rather stressful <laughs> to shop. Um, I find that when I buy something, I regret it after. But even if I get paid more than what I ever... Could ever thought I would, I still don't know how to use it at times. But one thing I've learned is to invest in what will help me grow. So those purchases are way worth the penny. Lately, I've been prioritizing my health and just being fit. So buying workout clothes and items that will help me stay productive helps me feel better and I definitely don't regret it. I also buy them as rewards rather than having the mindset that I need more of something. Even if I have enough money for it, I make sure that it's necessary and well-deserved. Invest in your growth, guys. Invest in the better version of yourself. It's easy to get caught up in the idea of something without considering whether it will actually be useful in your life. Investing in yourself and in your future is always worth it. 14. Stop chasing happiness. Happiness is not an object. It's a feeling that you can look for in tender moments shared or anything that gives a slight ray of hope in a time of uncertainty. Happiness can be created based on your outlook in life. And honestly, a better word for it is joy. And joy is something no one can take away from you. It's something that is sacred and can always be tapped into if you are willing to open up and to be vulnerable in admitting that sometimes life doesn't go as planned but also saying that there's so much more in life that you can be grateful for and that's joy 15 don't be afraid to be vulnerable but also don't give yourself away too easily be apprehensive people will sometimes take advantage of it and step on your readily given kindness and love which is kind of similar to the other points i've mentioned on the flip side being vulnerable at the right moment is a big gamble with big rewards find a good balance at your own discretion i've found that being vulnerable has definitely brought me and the important people in my life closer i am definitely more open when it comes to family dinners at thanksgiving i made sure that i spoke out in love also, just saying how appreciative I am with other people, even if it might seem weird um, at first or uncomfortable, but that's just the fear that we have conditioned ourselves to believe that, you know, that sharing love is scary and, you know, there's so much rewards that come after it. And from that point, I've found that the relationship with my mom and I have been has been closer, the relationship with others, and just the connection, the energy has just been so vibrant ever since I started being vulnerable. And it's also contagious too, and that's what I try to promote on my podcast and what I say on my social media, that, you know, vulnerability is definitely a strength and it's contagious. Once you are vulnerable, many other people will be, and that's how we share more love, more hope, and more unity. Number 16, moms know best. Yep, I said it. 
I've always looked up to my mother though, even though we definitely had our moments in the past, especially during my early teenage years. And there are many times where she's told me not to do something or to do something, and I've done the exact opposite. Without fail, I later find out the hard way that I should have listened to her in the first place. Um, if she's listening to this, she's probably nodding right now. <laughs> I think this is something every girl starts to realize in her 20s. Um, your parents can and will be right sometimes, guys. And I would never have had this mindset when I was 16. You know, we thought we knew everything, but, you know, our parents definitely come out from a place of love and they just are looking after us and I definitely learned that and have felt that and have opened myself up and um, taught myself to be open-minded and to learn her perspective. It's always good to fit yourself in your parents' shoes um, to kind of find that common ground and try to work towards you know, growing and unity and trying to understand each other. And it definitely took a long time, but I'm definitely proud of my mom and I, how much she's grown and learning how to be a mother while at the same time I was learning to be a daughter. Number 17, there are no ordinary moments. And I'll keep this simple because I kind of already said it. Everything in your life is significant. Everything happens for a reason. Even in the times where you felt like a certain area in your life or time in your life was very down and dark but there's a reason for those and it could be many different things like if you were in a harsh situation maybe that will become later a testimony for you to share and for you to um, encourage other people and and educate other people on and every trial is meant to strengthen us i believe they're there to uh, prepare us for the future battles that we were about to, you know, experience. So every moment is special. Take in every moment. Capture all of the things around you, you know, take in all the love that surrounds you. Don't miss out on any opportunity to share love, to share hope, um, and to always be intentional with everything. Number 18, be particular about the content you consume. You know, with the news, I had to stop myself from watching too much of it because it's just very toxic right now. Um, some moments I had to unfollow particular people for different reasons. If any of the content you consume prevents you to grow, prevents you from being kind, from being kind to yourself, then just block it. Take it out of your life. Number 19, make time for what you love. I've learned somewhere, I forgot where, but if you take breaks during your workflow of things, um, it actually motivates you to continue to work. And I've definitely learned that for myself, um, coming back to writing or coming back to my podcast and doing art or singing or, you know, doing self-care things, doing things that I love. Um, in the midst of busyness and a hectic schedule keeps me going and I found that making time for what you love will also allow balance in your life. You know, I had to really struggle on seeing how to balance what I need to do and what I want to do because I feel like there's 
they're completely different so uh, make time for what you love and if you really desire to have it you will make time for it even if it means taking only 10 minutes of your day because i know how much we like to stay on schedules because i do too but i'm telling you every day passes by so quickly so you want to make sure that in your last days you want to at least uh, do something that really makes you happy Number 20, don't settle. And this can apply to many areas of your life, but for me in this particular situation, if you think you can do better, you probably can. That's something I learned early in the year. My friends and I went hiking and there was an area of huge boulders and mountain rocks with crevices that go deep underground. So in order to reach the other side, you would have to jump across. Well, I'm short and Most of my friends are taller than me, and something inside me told me that I should do it. You know, my friends could do it, and I wanted to do it as well, so I did. After several times of hesitation, I did it. It was scary, and I was still in shock after Gil had caught my fall, actually. So if he wasn't there to catch me on the other side of the rock, I would have busted my knee. So was it worth it? Yes and no, but in that moment... I really wanted to prove something to myself and soon after someone had mentioned how a person actually failed and fell through the crack and hit his head so that scared me so I promised myself I would never do or never make such a big jump again. Over the years I've really surprised myself though with what I can do and trying is better than not trying at all so what I mean by don't settle don't be comfortable with just what you are right now there is always space for you to grow and surprise yourself in the things that you can accomplish in life you know don't settle for less build that confidence in yourself and always know that you are capable of so much more all right guys before i move on into my very last point i want to let you guys know that this list did not come in any particular order so there's not one that's more you know, important than the other. Just wanted to say that. And lastly, I wanted to be honest, I didn't list anything for number 21 for a few reasons. One, I couldn't really think of one at the time. (laughs) Number two, I really wanted to challenge myself to think of something off the bat with no prior script or thoughts. You know, if someone were to ask me right now in this very moment for one piece of advice, I think I would say in this very moment right now, guys, is if you won't do it, then who will? If you won't say anything, then who will? And I think this really resonates with me right now because throughout this entire year and, you know, the prior years has been a lot of challenges and challenges against my voice and testing my voice to see and to learn its capacity to see and learn what happens when I don't use my voice Um, and this speaks for every area of my life and my family you know I've seen and have felt the consequences of what happens when you don't speak up you know if I desire more love more unity if i speak more kindness in my family i know that it will come to life if i decide to 
take initiative because sometimes won't people won't take initiative you know same with our communities if we are silent about something then nothing will be done and i found that there's more power in speaking up you know than not speaking up at all even if you could be wrong no matter how hectic life is right now and it doesn't make sense sometimes one thing that i've always been grateful for is the amount of voices that has been raised within this year um it has been heavy for us all but i really do congratulate and applaud those who um use their last bit of strength to speak up um and this can be within our schools our communities even our churches our um close friend circles just speaking up with the intention of love with the intention of um making the world better making our communities better there's just so much power to that i don't think we've truly acknowledged for ourselves or take time to think about you know the the great things we are able to do with our voice and i guess that's why i do what i do right now with this podcast um actually it is what i do and this is the very reason why i started and sometimes i have to remind myself um that that's the very reason but yeah hopefully that made sense (laughs) um yeah that's it 21 things i've learned at 21 all right guys that's it for today's episode hopefully you enjoyed that one hopefully you were able to take something with you today no matter what age you are I've learned from many people younger than me and as well as people who are way older than me. So remember that everyone is at different paces at their life, no matter what age. And don't think that, you know, taking notes on what I've taught you today is exactly what you're going to experience. But know that you are not alone and everyone here is also trying to figure it out. But that's it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and um, also share this episode with anyone you think would benefit. And thank you so much for the loving support that you guys continue to give me. Not sure when my next episode will be, but I know that whenever that is, you guys will always be there. And I love you. Don't forget, guys, to always love, to always be curious, and to always ponder. 